Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday. We're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're building. We're getting ready for next week. Next week is a thousand shows and uh, some cool things going on. I'm really excited about it. So this is before that. This is what's happening before the other thing. And so we're going to talk prequels. We talked uh, video game prequels yesterday and how a lot of times the prequels are actually used really well for storytelling in video games. I mean, there's a couple that are, yeah, but overall, I would have to say that they do really, really well. Films, on the other hand, for the most part, they're not good. And I'm not even talking about the prequels, the ones that everybody is thinking about, uh, those three little movies that, are so divisive. Uh, but when you don't like any of them, like prequels, sequels, mequels, any of those, the, the mouse schools even, that's that's what 7, 8, and 9 are. They're mouse schools. Uh, you know, they're all bad. So that, I, that doesn't affect me as much. But there are a bunch of other movies out there that are prequels that just didn't really, just didn't really work uh, for me. A lot of them, I'm just going to... Speaking of the mouse, there's there was a time in the early 2000s, like from 2000 to 2008, where they went through and strip-mined their whole back catalog, whether it was Fox and Hound or Tarzan or Bambi or Little Mermaid or Mulan, no matter who it was, they got a prequel movie. Um, direct to DVD and everything and it's just it's an example of taking something and pardon the language but bastardizing it that's the, the only thing you know there was no reason for any of those movies to be made they they didn't need to happen uh, yet they did and we are worse off for them you know, I always try and be pretty upbeat and positive and not get Debbie Downer on a lot of things. But, man, that any of those, they're just... I'm trying to think if there's even a good one out of, out of all of them. I don't know that there actually actually was. Um, yeah. I... Oh, it just makes me mad thinking about it. But moving on um there's some really cool franchises really big franchises that people on initial viewing they don't realize that they're out of order and that one of the later ones is a prequel probably the two biggest examples of that are going to be the man with no name trilogy because you had a fistful of dollars and you had a few dollars more and then you had the good the bad and the ugly but the good the bad and the ugly is actually like time frame wise it's a prequel it comes out it's early parts of his life and everything 
another big one would be Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, it came out after Raiders. It, theatrically, but chronologically, it takes place before Raiders. And a lot of people, I, for some reason, just forget about that or ignore it or whatever they, they choose to do. And it just doesn't uh, doesn't phase them. And I think that's okay. You know, when it comes to movies, if you can make it to where you don't realize it's a prequel, then that's okay. But then it still tells the story and still does a lot of stuff, serves its purpose. And then you're like, oh, wait, that was a prequel. Okay. That's one of the few times that it's it's going to work for you. Uh, most of the time, it's it's not. Sometimes you get kind of cheats, like in the DCEU, Wonder Woman's movies take place before we see, you know, we meet her in Dawn of Justice and then see her again in Justice League, but in her standalone movies, Wonder Woman and the upcoming Wonder Woman 84, those take place in the past, uh, whether it be in the Great War or in the Cold War, as the next one's going to be. And it's... I'm curious to see if they bookend 84 the way that they bookended the first Wonder Woman because, you know, we uh, we don't have Ben Affleck Batman now. So, huh, we'll see what goes on on that one. Um, Red Dragon and Hannibal Rising. Those are some interesting ones because you had Hannibal uh, and you had Silence of the Lambs, but then you jumped back and did Red Dragon and then jumped back and did Hannibal Rising. And they even did the the show too Hannibal that goes uh, to show how he became so evil and demented um, one show I do want to talk about I, I said I'd talk about it on yesterday's show and it is so we talked about Disney strip mining everything and then came out with The Lion King 2 which was all about Simba's kids and Scars and cult kids and I don't know, it's, it's weird. But they also released now it's billed as Lion King three and a lot of things, but it's when it first was released it was called Lion King One and a Half. And this I guess is technically a prequel because we see a different part of the story, but it kind of runs congruent with the Lion King. It just shows the story from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective and what they were doing and how they got there. Um, so I I don't know that it is exactly a, a prequel, but it's, that's why it's a one and a half. And you know what? That's okay. That works. Um, some other great stories that got the bad treatment. Dumb and Dumber got Dumb and Dumber-er when Harry met Lloyd. And the Flintstones got the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Which, neither one of those was bad. Um, same thing, Monsters, Inc. got Monsters University. I, the thing with them is, the, the originals of all three of those are so good and so great that it, they just they pale in comparison. You, I mean, you really can't compare them without them looking bad. And that's, that's unfortunate. Although sometimes we do see a prequel spawn a whole new series, a whole new franchise. And no, we're not talking about The Hobbits because that, we're just not. 
the the two biggest times that that's happened is in the Mummy. In the Mummy Returns, you had the Scorpion King, and they made five Scorpion King movies. I didn't know that until I was researching for the show. They did five. They did the first one, two Rise of the Warriors, three Battle for Redemption, four Quest for Power, and the most recent one, which came out in 2018, it's called Book of Souls. It's, I, I think the Scorpion King is played by a different wrestler in every single one, but, you know, uh, some of them you get Ron Perlman, some of them you get The Rock, you just kind of get whoever, and well, I think one of them had Lou Ferrigno in it, so, yeah, it, it but... You know, they're they're dumb fun. They know what they are, and that's okay. You also had X-Men. You know, you had X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then that kind of spun into First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix, which, through Days of Future Past, would kind of tie back into the main franchise, but with Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, they kind of separated themselves again, and I don't know. I, I like those movies um the the first class ones i think x-men first class is one of the best comic book movies out there one of the yeah it is one of the best comic book movies out there i'll go ahead and say it but when it comes to all of these probably my favorite one when it comes to a prequel spawning its own thing is back in the 70s you had well i guess technically starting in 68 you had planet of the apes then 1970 you had beneath the planet of the apes well, at the end of Beneath the Planet of the Apes, the, two of the apes went back in time. To, and then you had Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet, and Battle for the Planet. Uh, in 71, 72, and 73, respectively. And those films, I loved. Uh, they, you got to see the whole, how we got there, how we got to the Earth being destroyed. And really, I think they were more popular and or translated better in the modern times because if you look at Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, which was a re-envisioning of the original film, it it kind of it didn't do too great. Let's be honest. But then they did the other three, the Dawn and all in all those, and those were more based on these three films. So those went over a lot, a lot better, and because I think that story is more interesting to us because that's something like Day After Tomorrow type stuff. And so, yeah, like I said, most of the time, prequels don't work out too well. But every now and then, you get, like, Planet of the Apes. And that's okay. Let me know what's your favorite movie prequel. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or over on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're out there and everywhere. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you next time. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running.